When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Do you suffer from tattoo regret? You know, a tattoo that makes you regret getting the tattoo? Yeah. Call us. We want to hear all about your regret. 651-641-1071. You're listening to the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Hey, by the way, have you picked up your Cat Video Festival tickets yet? No? Why not? Hurry up. TikTok. You've been thinking about cats in the last 24 hours since that cat trailer dropped. <laughs> and trust me, when I say dropped, oof, something dropped and it stunk. Yeah, get them right meow. But the... Yes, very good. But the Cat Video Festival tickets uh, are totally... Good smelling and <laughs> worth your time yeah. and money. Mm-hmm. Head to mytalk1071.com, keyword cats. Back to your tattoo regret, 651-641-1071. Um, we're asking, Holly, why Why are we asking about tattoo regret today? Well, we're asking about tattoo regret because Jessica Alba is just like us. She is uh, given a new interview and she said that, yeah, she has a few tattoos and she actually regrets one or about two of them. And the one that she really regrets, she got when she was about 17. She said now, as a grown adult, she's really irritated that she got it. And she's tried to get it lasered, but it is not coming out. Now, you can see the regrettable tattoo in old photos of her. And it is right above her butt crack. So it's a tramp stamp. Yeah. And it's what looks to be like a bow. Yeah, it looks like a bow. You know, like her booty is a gift and it's all tied up in a bow. No, I don't know. Um, I imagine she's not alone. There was a whole wave of uh, ugly tramp stamps. And um, I'm just grateful. I'm very grateful that I didn't get my first tattoo during this particular wave. There was also a wave of um, like uh, Chinese or Japanese character tattoos that I think oh. a lot of people, I mean, most recently, you'll remember even Ariana Grande ran afoul of that uh, behavior. Oh, yeah, we wrote a song about it. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like, or you you would see like Arabic script or some kind of script that is not Western in nature. Right, well, or there was the trend of doing the armband tattoos at one point in the 90s. But there are tattoo trends, and the thing with the tattoo trends is that trends go away. Yeah. That's why I tattoos don't. It took me a long time to figure out what kind of tattoo I I was in my mid thirties before I got my one and only tattoo and it's some words across my chest. But um, I, I, if, if I see a tattoo and I'm like, Ooh, that's a great idea. If everyone has that tattoo, I'm not getting it because I feel like that's a sign of a trend. Yep. And that trend is at some point going to turn South. Yeah. But let's go to the phones. Cause it sounds like there's some actual uh, tattoo regretters on the, on the uh, line. Who do we have first? Brittany's going to tell us her regrets right now. Hi, Brittany. What do you regret getting on your body? 
Hi, Brittany. Hey. Did you have tattoo regret? I have the worst. Yeah, I have the worst tattoo of all time. Oh, oh no, Brittany. <laughs> what is it? I have a pink Air Jordan tramp stamp. A pink, pink Air, Air Jordan. Jordan. All right, now, Brittany, when did you get this tattoo? It's, that's pretty bad, but when did you get it? Uh, when I was uh, 17 or 18. My dad wouldn't let me get my belly button pierced, but he let me get a tattoo. All right, Dad. So why did you pick out the Air Jordan symbol? And why did you put uh, it like, right above your butt crack? I at the time, you know, you think you're going to play basketball forever, and it's the best sport. And now all I can think about is going swimming with my kids, and there's, like, a man jumping out of my pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it's not your Brittany, have you, ooh, have you ever considered uh, getting this tattoo removed, or are you just resigned that you're always going to have a flying man coming out of your pants? <laughs> I think I'll definitely get it removed. Yeah, have you, I was going to say, you know, I, I feel like if you could get it removed, that's an option. But I, I feel like sometimes I'd be tempted to just, like, cover it up with, you know, makeup or something, and you know, temporarily. Well, the good news is I can never see it, so oh, I don't have to there's look at that. it. <laughs> there's that. All right, Brittany. Well, oh, thanks, and good luck to you. you. Brittany. I hope you get the man uh, out of your pants. <laughs> Air Jordan, oh Brittany! I, you know, I just googled Ugh. it, and I there somebody. She's not alone. This is what I love about humanity. I googled pink Air Jordan tattoo. Yeah, sure enough, under the Pinterest dot com thirty three best Nike Jordan tattoo designs. Yeah, it's the silhouette of Michael Jordan flying with his legs spread out and his arms stretched up, holding a basketball. Oh boy. People apparently love that tattoo. That's a very yeah. common tattoo. I'm seeing some neck versions. And there's a guy who has it where the ball is a wart or like a mole Great. on his head. That's wonderful. Should we go to Aaron? <laughs> Let's go to Aaron. She's on hold. So she has some tattoo regret. Hi, Aaron. What's your regrettable tattoo? Hey, Aaron. Tell us about your tattoo regret. Hi, guys. I love you guys. We love oh, you, too. love you, too, Aaron. All right, so tell us about your tattoo regret. Well, I've got one on my hip, and it's a unicorn pegasus that I got one in my early 20s. Well, I'm 51 now. Mm-hmm. And like the last lady said, I, any, every time I wear a swimsuit, my kid's got to see it. <laughs> oh, sure. And if anybody gets a tattoo, make sure they're good. Oh, is What your... do you mean good? Like Ugh. good quality? Good quality, because I had mine back in the early 90s. And it was in North Pole, Alaska. I think I was drinking a little bit when I had mm-hmm. it done. Yep. Yep. I did draw it myself, and the guy didn't draw it like I drew it either. So <laughs> just make sure you get a good one. Yeah. Oh, Aaron. Have you thought I, of getting it? I look it- at it now, and it's just, I want to get it removed, but it's like four or five inches round. Huge. It cost me a lot of money. Oh, sure. And it probably would be a little painful. I've heard getting tattoos removed is not necessarily... Yeah, I heard that, too. I've got a couple other tattoos, like a rose and a butterfly on my back, but they're tiny. and You don't regret those. Yeah. I don't regret those. All right. All right. Thank you, Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. Oh. Let's let uh, Karen be the last word. We're talking regrettable tattoos. Hey, Karen, tell us about your tattoo. Hi. So when I was 18, I got a regrettable tramp stamp. Of what? Um... Well, when I at least when I was eighteen, I was like, I want to get something that I'll always love. So I got, I got a cross, 
That's a tramp stamp, but the thing is that makes it even worse is I'm not Christian anymore. Oh, okay. well, convenient. So, yeah. so basically you've moved on with your life, but your tattoo is um, is perhaps a reminder of days past. Have you thought of getting it removed? Well, I've gotten more tattoos in my life, and I actually really like those, so I might just get it covered up. I was going to yeah. say, you know, the other option is to just get something on top of it or turn the cross into, like, I don't know, a, a picture frame and then put something in the picture. <laughs> exactly. Don't do yeah, that. Well, don't do that. It's so horrible because it's a tramp stamp that's a cross. Like, even if I was still Christian, having it as a tramp stamp is just very regrettable. Yeah. Yeah, no, we're we're with you. There, yeah, honey. thanks, Karen. Thanks, Karen. <laughs> uh, Holly, do you have a regrettable tattoo? Heck, no. Mm-mm. You don't have any tattoos. I have no tattoos. Have you thought of getting a tattoo? No, not at all. I have no piercings. Oh, no tattoos. Unlike uh, Brittany, no, Brittany's parents wouldn't let her get her belly button pierced. I did get my belly button pierced when I was eighteen years old, but that fell out after two months. Mm. You know? I always wanted a, a really like badass piercing. I wanted to do the eyebrow one, oh. uh, but I think I went and bought a pair of shoes instead because I went, was going to go with my friends. And then I chickened out at the last minute and was like, "Let's get some shoes." <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I'm and I'm sure. so glad I did because I just feel like uh, I would have gotten infected. Well, that's the thing. I had a belly button ring. I didn't really have like tight abdominals, and so. <laughs> That was the problem was the rub. Oh, yeah. And so or I wore like, oh, I wore high-waisted pants. This was when I was 18 years old and I was waiting tables at Don Pablo's Mexican restaurant. Rest in peace. And so my high-waisted khaki pants would rub into the belly button ring and then it would start to get all like chafy. Oh, <laughs> and oh. then it just, you know, I, yeah. I don't think the kids are into the belly button rings that no. much these days no. to right. their benefit <laughs> when we come back here on the colina bradley show publationships we have another publationship we need to catch you up on that's cake remember cake that's bradley cooper arena Sh- that she's never afraid just picture oh, another day naked. another publationship we need to destroy <laughs> i mean it's what we do here on the colina bradley show on my talk 1071 we're streaming live and oh we've also got an app Download it today, My Talk 1071. You can listen to your favorite shows and you can win super spectacular prizes in the process. And I'm not sure what's on offer this month, Holly. Uh, we are doing a Tank a Day giveaway. That's right. Oh my God. Duh. I've only been talking about it for the last two weeks. Your tank, you're absolutely right. The Tank a Day giveaway where you can win a tank o gas each and every day. It's very easy to participate, Holly. In addition to just downloading the app, what do you do? You download the app, you register to win, and then, if you're lucky, your name will be drawn to win a tank a day. So it's a $100 gift card for gas, so you can fill up any of the tanks in your life. You You might have have a lawnmower, uh, lawnmower. Motorized scooter? Lawnmower? I think those run on batteries. Snowplow? Thank you. Exactly. Anything that takes... snow remover thing. Yeah. Oh, those. by the way, before we move on, yeah. speaking of snow, mm-hmm. I saw that our very own Five Eyewitness News anchor Chris Eggert shared a photo from the Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport social media, and they said today was the last day that there was a snow mound out at MSP Airport. Today, wow. July 19th, there was still a little bit of snow somewhere out at the airport, and because it's so hot today that it's finally melted. We're closer to Christmas than we are New Year's, by the uh, way. Yes, yeah, six I just hours ago, there's still snow on the ground at the airport on what will likely be the hottest day of the year. So was that since? It's like since melted or whatever? It's probably since melted. That is crazy. Which and is it, crazy. No doubt there's a photo of it, so you can see it. Mm.
Oh, well, Fascinating. Thinking well, of things that are melting and <laughs> disintegrating before our very eyes, it's a publication ship. And this particular publication ship has long since melted, apparently. Uh, I don't think it ever was frozen solid in the first place. No. Cake. Cake is Bradley Cooper and Arena Shake. With all these publication ships or fake relationships for the sole purpose of publicity, um, we've, you know, we usually create a name around them, like Jonas is Priyanka Chopra, Nick Jonas. Cake is, of course, as I said, Bradley Cooper, Arena Shake. What's new in their world, Holly? Well, what's new in their world is that TMZ reports that, uh, you know, they're splitting custody of their child amicably and that they have a very, uh, peaceful co-parenting existence together yeah the the headline earlier this week as publicized by tmz was nothing to see here see here everything's fine yeah they're gonna parent their children or child which is like hello duh but i wanted to bring this back because this is a i wanted to bring specifically the point up that this story originated on TMZ and mm-hmm. TMZ is a mouthpiece for publication of ships par excellence, meaning that they're invested in perpetuating these publication ships specifically for Bradley Cooper. And I think that there's a very good reason why TMZ wants to show Bradley Cooper in a good light. And that's because of cold, hard cash, Brad. So you're saying that he, through his publicity machine, is pumping uh, stories to TMZ, who is then regurgitating these stories in a bid to make him look uh, like a responsible father figure following this divorce. So there's no whiff or hint of drama or, you know, bad dad status, which occasionally happens, a la Brad Pitt, etc. Yeah, exactly. But there's also... Speaking of the money, there's a connection here that um, in the world of publicationships that we need to make and we need to step back a little bit. So, Brad, I'm going to ask you, mm-hmm. where does TMZ get their money? Like, who owns TMZ? Oh, gosh. Uh, okay, so who actually owns TMZ? Yeah, it doesn't just exist independently of anything else. It is actually part of a major media conglomerate. Is that like a Warner, Time Warner thing? Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's Time Warner, AT&T. I got goodness knows whoever, but it's part of that Warner Media group. Yep. Bradley Cooper was in a big movie recently. Oh, yeah. The Star is Born. The Star is Born, exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to ask you, Brad, who produced and distributed that little movie called Star is Born? Is it Time Warner? Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Yes. Yes. Yay. Yay. And let me guess, where does it stream? Do we know? HBO? Yeah, they have the exclusive rights to stream A Star is Born. So, ergo, uh, you're saying that everybody's in bed together, nothing is real and everybody smokes in bed together after sex. (laughs) Yeah! Yeah, Just make sure not to fall asleep. While you're smoking. Yeah, while you're smoking. I did that once. I actually did that more than once. I don't drink anymore and I don't smoke. But I did it in my um, studio apartment, and thank God I had wood floors. Well, we're glad you're safe here. But that's the, essentially... the cigarette would just sort of like peter out and Hollywood. Burn a hole in my floor. 
Bradley is like you in your 20s in your studio <laughs> <Yeah>. apartment. <Yep. laughs> Falling asleep. With smoking the, the ciggies. Smoking ciggies. But these stories are all in the service of something larger. And that would be the protecting the image, the star image of Bradley Cooper. He's a very valuable star to Warner Brothers. Also, American Sniper was produced by Warner Brothers, which was his other huge, phenomenal blockbuster hit. So they're invested in maintaining an image of Bradley Cooper that serves their bottom line in the world of Warner Brothers in the movies. TMZ being owned by Warner Media is just an arm of that. And really quickly, that 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 just tells us why they published this dumb story this week and nobody really was asking for it, nor was there any concern that this was not going to be the eventuality. So it seemed like, you know, publishing for no reason. Mystery. Uh, What are those dumb people up to? Well, we're we're talking on the radio. Oh! (laughs) No, not us, silly. I'm talking about all those other dumb people. You know, the ones we call crazy, stupid idiots. Oh, you want me to go now? When I am done telling you, that you are listening to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. It's Friday, you can tell. I'm just going to push the button now. Do it! Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy Where stupid am I? idiot. Where Colleen am I? and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of. <laughs> Florida. Florida. We're not going to Florida first. Oh, no, we're not. Where are we going? We're staying in the Midwest. Okay. We're going to Chicago. Hey. Hi. Oh, Jamie's in Chicago. This oh, weekend. hi, Jamie. Well, my crazy, stupid idiot is not named Jamie, so. Okay. That's Woo. good. No, his name is Daryl Barry. Daryl. Daryl. And uh, he has been charged in uh, Cook County uh, for, which is where Chicago is, with a felony of fraud and a felony count of violation of the Illinois lottery law. Oh, no. What did Mr. Barry do? Well, Daryl allegedly attempted to cash in a lottery scratch-off ticket worth $20,000. This happened in 2018. Now, that's totally normal. You win a scratch-off. That's really exciting. Well, yeah. I mean, most people, if they got a scratch-off ticket winning that much, they would want to call and try to claim it. It was fake. Oh. It was fake. We don't. That's a thing? People try to fake lottery tickets? Like a scratch-off ticket. Okay. Also, Daryl should know better because he's also a corrections officer. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Why did he think he was going to get away with this? Because he's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah, okay. I mean, that, here's what Daryl was probably doing with the scratch-off ticket. I'm just going to copy. I'm just going to tape this, and do this, and do whatever. And I, I'm gonna... That just seems like a lot of work, like to try to manufacture a scratch-off ticket. Totally. It's stupid. Oh, maybe he tried to. Well, yeah, I, I have so many questions, none of which we have answers to. So it... no. Is pointless to sort of pontificate, but that's what we do from noon to three, Monday through Friday, right here on my talk one oh seven one. There it is. Um, I wonder if he was trying to like alter an existing ticket or if he yes. created an entirely new ticket. But then I think if you try to alter an existing ticket, no doubt it has like a barcode or something on it. There's so, no like, way you can outsmart yes. the lottery ticket. I mean, he took probably a ballpoint pen and just <laughs> added another zero yeah. at the end of or his Or if it winnings. was like, you know, if it was like match the fruit, 
you know, you get three of the same fruit that he was trying to change like an alien head into a peach or yeah. something. You know what I mean? It doesn't work. But then like again, that. you're going to scan it and be like, no, that thing doesn't work. And you're you're arrested. You're going to jail. Bye bye. No, Barry understood. Daryl Barry understood that he did something wrong and he turned himself into custody. So okay. uh, no word yet on if he's going to actually have to serve any time. But it was a felony. God, I no thanks. I'm too nervous of a person to do that and think I'm going to get away with anything. I don't even doing a scratch and win ticket is already nerve wracking enough. I'm the person that thinks like when I'm walking in a, you know, a a store that has lots of expensive things within reach of my hands that, that I'm, I I think at any point people are going to accuse me of stealing. Of stealing? Or like, you know, yeah, like I'm going to pocket something. Like you ever do that when you're like, you're like, I'm not stealing. I'm not taking anything. I get that way. Oh, yeah. It actually happened to me once, which is probably why I'm a little paranoid. But I understand. Not that I was actually stealing, but they accused me of stealing as I was leaving Target years ago. And I was not stealing, and it turned out in the, turned into this big fall to roll boat. Okay, anyway. I was gonna say, oh, did you try he to was drop an a duty f- police officer? Oh. And he was real nasty, oh. and uh, I did not like his tone. And it turned out he should not have done what he did, mm-hmm. and I was very upset. And now you are carrying that trauma with you forever. <laughs> yes. So every time so you walk, every time into, I walk a store, into a store, I'm like, like I'm not okay. stealing. Look at me. Yeah, I'm paying for this. I'm sorry for your trauma. Yeah. No, it was, it was, it was, you know, it was, a, I'm going to move on before I offend <laughs> do we have, myself or someone else. Do you have a crazy, stupid I idiot, do. Bradley? And we need to go to Lincoln, Nebraska. I think they just call it Lincoln. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to tell you about a woman who is making na- a name for herself in Lincoln. Okay. Oh boy. Now this is not your garden variety, crazy, stupid idiot. This is not of the criminal variety. This is just of the crazy Stupid idiot variety. Okay? Cool. I want to tell you uh, about one woman who's got a beef with Spidey. Like Spider-Man? Exactly. Isn't like in Nebraska? Yep. Times are tough in the Marvel Universe. So there's a woman who shall remain nameless, I think probably because they don't want to make her sound uh, like a crazy stupid idiot. I get it. Although I would have named her and shamed her. She apparently wrote a letter to, um, I believe, the mayor's office of Lincoln and complained about none other than a statue. And feel free to open this article and look at the statue. Mm-hmm. The statue, remember I said Spider-Man was the thing she had an issue with? Yeah. Well, this was a statue, and I'll explain because it's going to need some explanation, of Spider-Man's hands. And from Spider-Man's hands, you know, the iconic red uh, gloved hands. Right. With web coming out of the wrists and forming a web. You Ooh. know, like Spidey does? He shoots yeah. the spider webs out of his wrist. Yeah. Pew, pew, he right? does that. That's Spider-Man's thing. That's, that's, what that's, like, that's what he does. Yep, it's supposed to evoke the this sculpture, Spider-Man slinging webs. But not everyone sees it that way. One woman in Lincoln wrote to complain that the Spider-Man hand statue looks like the devil's horns. And she is concerned that the Marvel heroes' hands are both anti-Christian and demonic and are trying to destroy the world. Uh, Because she says that the way the hands are... Because you know that very iconic, like, 
Um, what do you call that? Like, what is it like this when I hold my hands like well, this? Well, that when you're holding your hands like that, Brad, that's I love you in sign language, which is kind of which th- is what the Spider-Man hands are kind of doing. They're doing this being held I, together. Yes. Like if you do that, I love you with the hands together. It kind of looks like now um, if you put your thumb in and then you just had the horns, that's kind of the heavy metal like devil horn rock and roll kind of oh, thing. So that's, so that's what she, where she got it from. Probably. Oh, she got it from that, that rock and roll music. But the thing is, is that the thumbs are in there. So it's, it yeah, almost looks it's like, an literally, I love you. when you look at it, you're like, Oh, it looks it's like, like Spider-Man shooting a web. But she says, no, it's Satan. And it's trying to destroy <laughs> us. And it's the devil. And, and oh. here's what's really exciting about this story. So again, I I told you that this woman complained to the mayor of uh, Lincoln. Are you saying that they're actually Satan's hands, and that's going to be the exciting part? And then Lincoln, Nebraska, is yeah. going to take us to another turns dimension. Out, <laughs> turns out the mayor of Lincoln is an avowed Satanist. No, <laughs> it turns out that the hands have nothing to do with the city, and in fact, are part of a a, a traveling exhibition, a public art project that is from a faith-based organization showing open hands, you know, like hands that are opening to uh, be helpful or thoughtful, apparently. Yeah. I I didn't do too much reading on this. Well, that's where the I love you probably comes from in the Spider-Man hands. So so... so this faith-based organization created this traveling art project, kind of like, you know, the Snoopies. Yes. And artists could create these works based on these open hands. Those are delightful. It's not Satan, (laughs) you idiot. It's like actually the exact opposite of Satan. Exactly. Or that's what they want you to think. Some lady's got too much time on her hands. And frankly, if you were going to complain about Satan being in your life, it's not these dumb hands. There are about 50 other places I would direct you to the acts of Satan. And I'm not even a follower of Satan or a person who's concerned overly about the influence of Satan in my life. But before I got to these dumb hands, I could probably come up with about 50 places that you could focus your energies. It's funny. because Most of them being on the Internet. Thank you. Yeah. It's funny because it's true. Yeah. Can we go to Florida real quick? Yay! Yay! Finally! We're going to America's Schwans. We're going to St. Lucie County, Florida. Oh, okay. What's going on I in St. Lucie? I just briefly want to tell you about uh, Michael Monahan, who was passed out in the parking lot of Body Talk Sports Bar in St. Lucie oh, County, Florida. His body was not talking. No. Actually, it, good call, Bradley, because it wasn't. Now, I want to mention that Body Talk Sports Bar is the name of a strip club. Because, like, apparently in Florida, stripping is probably a sport. Yeah. You know. That seems so, fair. Yeah. It's, they it found. only gets two stars on Yelp, FYI. Oh. But that lunch buffet isn't really good, though. Unfortunate. But they found Michael Monahan at night. So he wasn't there during the lunch buffet time. But he was out in the parking lot late at night. They found him with his fiance, who was rubbing his back and asking. Asking Michael not to fight because apparently he was getting a little rowdy at the Body Talk Sports Bar. But the police showed up and then he magically decided to get up and confront authorities, telling police, You're on fire! Let's go! Fight! Oh, he was trying to fight the police. Yeah, he was trying to fight the police and then he got arrested. And he was brought into custody 
Michael Monahan was arrested, but here's, you know, he was probably drunk and he got a little rowdy at the strip club and he got arrested. That's not really like so out of the ordinary, mm-hmm. but it turns out that Michael Monahan drank 33 beers in one night. 33 beers? Like, how does that happen? That's a lot of beers. That's a lot of beers. How did like, he even keep track of 33 beers? Well, that's what he told authorities. Oh, okay. I'm just thinking of the bathroom situation. Like, that's where my mind immediately goes. How did Michael Monahan have enough room in his bladder to have 33 beers in his system? I don't know. I just wanted to bring that up because this is really baffling to me. And again, that was, uh, what's it called? Body Talk Sports Bar. Body Talk Sports Bar in St. Lucie County, Florida. It only gets two two stars on uh, Yelp. But I I wanted to read a recent review for you. Stopped by to visit Betty Wise's daughter. Nice girl. Told me uh, she's dancing to pay for her mom's rehab. I gave her a few bucks. Good luck with meth addiction, Betty. What? Addition? (laughs) I think he meant addiction and also rude or nice. I don't know. I don't I, know if that what that was. Also, Rapid H said it's the worst club in Port St. Lucie. The girls are trash and ugly. The bouncer has ripped people off at the front. He charged me thirty five to get in and see nothing but roaches. <laughs> well, <laughs> my favorite thing is to read Yelp reviews for trashy florida strip clubs well all right stick a pin in that but we got a game to play we got a game to play and we're going to play it on the other side of this break it's the throwback alive at two four have you been waiting for just the right job then welcome to the end of your search amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply you can start getting paid right away and work close to home applying is easy you don't even need an interview So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.